This is the Monocast, all about open source marketing automation with Montic. And here is your host, Hecky Gamble. Yeah, hello, hello, hello. Hey, there we are again. And with me, like always, is Leon. Hello hey, Leon. there. You're basically, no, literally right back from Vienna, True. where you joined the latest community sprint Indeed. for Mordic. Uh, so, um, I don't want to spoil it too much, but give me one highlight beyond Wiener Schnitzel. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd say one highlight is the maybe upcoming feature of the point groups, which we will see in the Modic 5 beta, but uh, I think we will talk about that a bit more in detail later. Later, like in this podcast? or Later in this podcast, I will okay, cool. give two points about that. Okay, so now... Um, We are recording this on July 24th, so mm -hmm. that's why you're just back. Um, how did you like it in general? Oh, it was awesome. Of like course. One of my favorite <laughs> words, but uh, yeah. super nice meeting uh, the locals and um, seeing Joy and Roof once again. It yeah. was. And I hear there were some parties going on. Yeah, here and there. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, today's... Uh, interview part will with my will be with my good friend Paul Stevens about mm -hmm. uh, integrating Sweet CRM or Sugar CRM with Mordic and uh, that being the latest latest versions um, where we yeah, discuss if is it possible spoiler yes <laughs> uh, what what do you use it for what are the challenges and so on so stay tuned for that but uh, like always we start with um, some code news and I, I guess Modic 5 is a big deal here right? yeah Modic 5 is a pretty big deal the Modic 5 Alpha has been released and is uh, ready to be tested limit tested see if you find any bugs left if you find any features that don't work as expected or if it's just as perfect as we all imagine it to be <laughs> so we we all just need to yeah, <laughs> take a look and uh, yeah. taste it yeah honestly i my experience is we have an alpha nobody's using it yeah it's, it's not only modic <laughs> but everywhere out there I, alphas are issued nobody i wouldn't say nobody cares everybody's happy but uh, nobody's really trying it out so yeah. um we are um we are not only trying it out for qa we are also using it for upgrading plugins to modic 5 mm -hmm. and uh please please do the same and be very very open-eyed and uh, report all the issues that define yeah and talking about testing and uh, plugins there's been a lot of prs which still need to be tested against modic 5 for example the point groups which i already teasered um so if you have a bit of experience or not experience at all also just go to the uh, link in the show notes there's a article on how to contribute and every pr that gets tested can be merged so the more people test the better modic 5 will be in the end mm. yeah m maybe to make it a little more tangible like testing is, is always about some some element in the code where either a bug has been fixed or a new feature has been yeah. introduced or whatever and it's really easy, easy these days to 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 get your individual Mautic instance uh, created for you with exactly that feature uh, installed and then all you need to understand is is what do you have to look for and that's sometimes the biggest part yeah. 
And that's what this uh, article describes. So uh, if you never tried it, if you ha haven't heard of Gitpod, for instance, Gitpod it's, just, it's just a mouse click, a single mouse click, and you yeah. have it. So go so for it. Easy. It's fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, when we're talking about Modic 5, I think there's uh, Modic 449, which is the latest version of the uh, Modic 4 branch. Then I'll pop up some warnings about the deprecated plugins or plugins to be deprecated modic 5 i think the go to and the pipe drive plugin which will not be there anymore on modic 5 yeah it's as far as i understand this long standing idea of let's get rid of well functionality that's not really part of the core yeah that's now getting reality so yeah you mentioned the, the go to meeting and the or go to webinar and the pipe drive crm mm -hmm. um those are uh integrations with external things and those should not be part of the core there should be uh plugins and then you can have third-party plugins for that as well so all of these integrations move to third-party plugins now and then these uh, are ready for you and the blog parts posts out there to to explain it all no And now you get this nice nice little messages that say hey you're using go to meeting Please be aware that that from Modic 5 on, um, you can you you should you have to use an external <laughs> plugin for this, and uh, why not switch to it now? True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what else? Um, that we still, I mean, for all who have been around with Modic for more than a year or so, you will probably remember the the old email builder, the legacy builder, the legacy builder. Yeah, email and landing page. I have to say. Uh, it's still around. So, so with Modic 4, we always had uh, two builders that mm -hmm. you can choose from. With Modic 5, the legacy builder is going away. That's not because we are uh, bad people or <laughs> we hate you. <laughs> it's uh, because the, the, the rich text editor that's part of the legacy builder, um, that's no longer uh, available in a license that allows open source contribution. Oh, that's a bummer. It is, yeah. At least for those who still who are stuck with the legacy builder, and I know there are people out there. Um, so it will be gone with Modify. If there is substantial interest in keeping it alive, there's the idea and discussion about providing the integration or providing the legacy builder as a third-party plugin with an individual licensing. So we are mm -hmm. legal and we are also safe because so uh, at this point, um, security issues uh, have not been uh, solved. No. <laughs> uh, so, so there are security updates that we well, you would have to take, but they cannot be taken because th this really old, old version in here is no longer maintained. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So, long story short, um, if you if it's a big deal for you, yeah, you might, for instance, ping us because uh, we have clients with the same situations. Mm -hmm. We'll probably move to uh, the new builder, uh, but uh, the discussion is open. And uh, yeah, get in touch. Link is in the show notes. Yes, of course. And speaking of email, um, it's one of the core topics with Modic 5 is to make sure that, that this important thing called email is also uh, fully supported with Modic 5. Mm -hmm. In this case, it's about delivering emails and delivering tons of emails to multiple uh, email providers like, like 
Amazon SES or Melgarnia, you have it. Yep. Um, the mechanism for that is completely changed. For one thing, the queuing, uh, and, and uh, for the other thing, the, the, the delivery mm. through, through, in this case, and Symphony Mailer. It's, it's all new. Hopefully, it's even more powerful than it w was before. But, but um, yeah, that, that's a big topic, the functionality, the scalability. And, uh, well, Moic 5 will not be there if it's not great. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, what else do we have? We, ha we did have Mautic Conference. We did not mention that. Yeah. And, um, yeah, um, the, the YouTube videos hopefully will be there around next week or so. Yeah. And um, depends on when you listen this podcast. Oh uh, yeah, uh, well, it's my my tiny little perspective. Um, and yeah, like always, we have a mix and a huge variety of topics for everybody, like like using, building, running, developing for Modic, etc. Uh, one thing that I would point everybody to is the Modic update, which is like 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 the the core the center the, the epicenter talk by by Ruth mm -hmm. giving complete overview on the state of the nation yeah and um the other which is pretty obvious is uh that there are multiple talks around AI to plugins being uh presented to public to the public also oh, really? discussion around or or yeah, a reflection around AI with Mordic uh very insightful Funnily, we had or I had uh, this AI thing in the in the opening uh, remarks that I had the pleasure to give, yeah. where we said uh, this conference is hundred percent ChatGPT generated. <laughs> I remember, yeah. Nice. Uh, well, of course it wasn't. Yeah, what else? Um, there's also a great talk um, by a guy called Leon Oldmans about housekeeping, which I would recommend. Who's that? Leon Oldmans. Oh, yeah, well, you, you might have heard of him. Yeah. But um, also there's the, I think the, the roundup or the, the stats in the uh, forum, which Ruth published. And to put it easy, it was a pretty great success overall. But she wrote like one of these great articles rounding up the conference. And um, Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, I suggest everybody should to take a look and read it because it... Uh, yeah. Or just watch all the, key, uh, the, the videos. Yeah, it's also possible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's move on to uh, feature readers in Modic. Yeah. Um, there's some things happening on the plugin side of Modic. There's been a new... Or I don't even know if it's that new, but I don't think we ever covered it in the uh, Mordicast. It's called the VP Swings, and it's a WooCommerce integration. And they recently updated their uh, plugin to the newest version, added some features, as far as I remember. I might be wrong, though. And um, I don't think we ever covered that WooCommerce integration. Yeah, I think VP Swings is the name of the company, and they're... The Mordic oh, yeah. <laughs> plugin, I I tend to believe it's the most comprehensive at this point, mm -hmm. but because we're not using WooCommerce ourselves, I cannot tell from. Can, from cannot really compare. Yeah. Well, um, then from a good friend Matisse, uh, there's a plugin called the Mordic Field Group Bundle. Mm -hmm. Basically, what that does is make category better and oh. better and better he did multiple uh, iterations now mm -hmm. so you can 
work much much more fine fine grained uh, with categories. You can also rename things now and so on. Oh, so nice. that's definitely something that everybody should be aware of. Maybe look at and use. And I think honestly, it should go into Mordic Five at yeah. some point. And then uh, Bitly, the, the link shortener. There was a plugin in the past um, that that allows uh, allowed integration of Bitly with Mordic. Mm -hmm. It was gone or would not, no longer support it. Now it is back thanks to our friends at Web Mechanic in France. Nice. Uh, they they created a brand new uh, Bitly bundle directly for Modic 5, so it's no, not going to be there for Modic 4 ever. And the great news is it also supports uh, SMS. Oh, that's yeah. nice. Yeah. yeah. It's, in my mind, that's the one big thing why you would want a link shortener in the first place or mm -hmm. can you do do you know other use cases i'm not sure I, i wouldn't know why you would use a link shortener in an email if it's just linked button or something mm. i see for for sms that it's a very nice feature if you're limited characters mm. and um, that yeah. makes sense but maybe if you want to display the the link target in clear and not not just Link on a text or something. I don't yeah, know. Uh -huh. the, the big big con of it yeah. obviously is, is GDPR. GDPR for sure. Yeah. So in our clients, we never use things like Bitly because it's it just doesn't go with with GDPR. Yeah. Talking about GDPR, a bit of privacy and security. I think you've got a few pieces of information left on your list. Yeah, I did collect uh, some some things. I mean. Privacy and security is not not exactly the same, but but it uh, appeared to me that that there's a lot of things going on there at this point from from uh, new features like like um, a new capture integration mm -hmm. uh, to a lot of feature requests. <laughs> um, um, say finally making it possible to disable the gravatar, oh, yeah. which is a problem, or um providing two factor authentication for Mordic to make Ooh, to nice. make the, the login secure. more secure. Yeah. yeah. Uh well you might add that that using external authentication who can do that that allows you to have two factor authentication today. Mm -hmm. So that's auth zero or whatever you have. Um but directly in Mordic we don't have it at this point. And then of course there's all those uh Cookie consent GDPR compliance things. Yep. Um, in fact, there was a longish discussion in, in the German language uh, Slack channel, and that turned into a forum thread where, where some of those cookie things, shortcomings that we have today, or possible improvements to be even more perfect, were collected. Mm -hmm. And um, I'll link to that in the show notes, but but also in in that German uh, user group or, or German language community, we reiterated on that again in the meetups, and uh, we are going to have an in-person meetup later in August, mm -hmm. and I'm pretty sure, at least it's our best intention, to really spend hours on, on that to hammer it all down, and uh, not only have a list but also have very specific ideas on how it could work and should work yeah. and ideally organize how we can get it done so um if you have 
your own ideas, your own requirements. You can could, for instance, just add to the forum thread mm -hmm. or just tell us over here. And if you're interested in, in getting it on the ground, please also let mm -hmm. us know. Maybe you're already working on things, have things in the drawer. We are very keen to learn about that. Yeah, sure. So we can come to a like like a next level of GDPR compliance for Mordic. Yeah. Oh, so uh, let's move on to knowledge pieces, know-how and stuff. That's all yours, Liv. Yeah, um, I will open up with, a, I'd say, older information, but it's not that far known. So there is a console command, actually, when you're trying to test things, spinning up a new empty Mordic instance <clears throat> and need a bit of data here and there. There's a uh, command to just generate sample data, which is uh, Mordic. No, it's Doctrine Fixtures Load or DFL, uh, and it just generates a bit of campaigns pre-designed context, so your Mordic instance is not completely empty, and it makes testing a lot easier. Uh, frankly, I'm not even sure it does campaigns, does it? I think it does like two sample okay, campaigns, cool. if I remember correctly. Yeah. But just overall a bit of data here and there to make it more more easy to do test and a bit but fancier. It, it does override whatever you have, or at yeah. least it, it it spoils your production instance if you ever run it there. So don't don't try don't this at home. For <laughs> testing systems, no, 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 yeah. only try that at home. <laughs> uh, staying at testing and talking a bit of campaigns, there is a forum entry uh, by Joey from Friendly, uh, talking about how to A/B test campaigns. And um, that's pretty smart way. Uh, I think he made like a little YouTube video about that. And um, I think you should check it out. The link to, to that is in the show notes. Yeah, it's funny because we, we had the same requirement uh, quite, quite a while ago. ago. Yeah, I remember. And, uh, yeah, so it seems like everybody is coming up with their own uh like like little hacks to allow uh a b testing in campaigns in the yeah. end I, i always think it's it's not complete uh, because you cannot really do the sets afterwards you yeah to do it all manually it's like a, a missing feature that people try to yeah come up with solutions on their own but maybe we should write a feature request come up with our own ideas or open a form thread about that yeah yeah the other thing that that i Uh, recently had a, a discussion about once again was uh, why couldn't Mordic support A-B testing in the content of a website? Mm -hmm. um, so basically the same thing that, that um, other third-party tools uh, that you stick on on top of a website with JavaScript and mm -hmm. say, okay, What is if the button is yellow? What if it is green? Or what if we have this headline or that headline? Yeah. How well will the call to action uh, perform? And um, uh, I, I'm not sure about that. But on the one hand, um, it has nothing to do with Mordic, period. True. <laughs> on the other, it, it, is, it would be or it might be really helpful. It might be really uh, cool to have that in an open source and, and uh, on-premise self-hosted tool for various reasons once again yeah. and it might even be way more lightweight than than one of those commercial monsters is but uh, i am not so sure yeah. what else do we have um kubernetes so um basically running well, modic in a 
containerized cluster or uh, mm -hmm. whatever. Who, if you know what Kubernetes is, if you're interested in, in using that with Mautic, um, there's a little movement there um, in a forum thread. We all also have this Slack channel, but that's rather silent over there. But I found <laughs> yep. the, the forum thread interesting that we have more movement, more people out there using Kubernetes with Mautic. Nice. Um, next up, if, if you are affected, if, if you see those CSFR, CSRF token mm -hmm. uh, timeout things popping up, so basically get thrown out of your Mautic sessions, the session in, in the backend, mm -hmm. um, then you should probably tune your configuration and uh, uh, that's been around for ages it is basically solved so if you're still affected by that uh yeah look at the show notes yeah nice is there anything else technical or what do we have left in in the pipe uh, let's let's move on to to styling maybe yeah um uh, we, we have those themes in Mordic and then mm -hmm. people know it for email themes and, and um, landing pages. Landing pages. It also has messages. Uh, forms is pretty pretty um, not well known. The typical way if you, if you have a form um, you just give a field a class and, and all the styling comes from the surrounding website from yeah. the content management system. Uh if you want to style yourself, um, then, then the one thing is a plugin that we had like like two or three episodes ago where you can, in the Mautic GUI, can just say, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I this fancy color and so on. And uh, the other is that you can actually do some some styling in, in themes. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, we, we described that in, or there's a, form, a forum thread uh, discussing that. The interesting spin-off from that to me was that um, it pointed to, or it was pointed to a website or to, or to a blog post on a site called morticroundup.com oh. which had a pretty impressive uh, article on creating Mortic themes, mm -hmm. which goes beyond the public documentation and other blog posts that I've seen. Nice. Um but I never heard of from uh, about that website, and it turned out it's pretty brand new. It came to light on, on, in May this year. No, that's that's rather and new. It's created by somebody called Tobias. Tobias. Uh, I failed to figure out who Tobias is, mm -hmm. um, but I think it's it's good stuff. And um, there's like like five ish articles right now i hope he will keep going yeah, and i uh, would invite you uh, to um, maybe get closer to to the mordic education team because yeah. it's good good stuff tobias toby let's say toby toby yeah. <laughs> um um what i'm not sure about is is the name mordic roundup has this name mordic in it there have been cases where the legal and finance team has not been too happy about too it. Happy about that. <laughs> I won't comment here. <laughs> okay, and then um, there's feature wish uh, that I've been a little bit involved with, but it, it came from a discussion uh, spun off by by Dirk Spanaus. Mm -hmm. um, and initially, he he asked for more and better conditions and decisions and then, mm -hmm. then, then the one thing that the discussion led to was that decisions and conditions 
have always been confusing to people. Nobody ever knowed, um, or I have <laughs> some knew, but uh, but many got confused about how do they really work. Yeah. And um, one example, if you if you want to check for a for a certain URL being visited in in the current state, uh, that would be a decision, mm -hmm. and it would a decision always means from now on. Please sit and wait until somebody uh, does this thing. Yeah, true. Yeah, and you can give a time limit like, okay, just wait for three weeks and then move on. Um, now, you could also have the idea to say, I want to check if that person has visited the website in the past. Mm -hmm. So it, it's really pretty much the same thing. It's just another uh, time perspective. And um, so the original idea was to make that really clear and, and rename decision to wait for wait for a decision wait for a condition. Yeah. And, and the, what we called the condition in the past is uh, test the condition now and only once, mm -hmm. something like that. And um, yeah, long story short, we we <laughs> discussed exactly this thing in the sprint yeah, like like two or three days ago. And came up with a conclusion that we don't want to rename because uh, renaming fundamental things is always a, a pain in, yeah. in, in somewhere. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, but instead, um, when you click on uh, in the campaign builder, you, you want to add something and have the choice between con campaign and decision and also action, of course. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. There's a little explanation, and what we need to do is make that explanation much better. Yeah, say, that's okay, a nice solution. Look, in the past or wait in the future and then um we, when we have that we are totally open to uh add all the additional ideas that dirk originally had in within this framework of decision and conditions yeah <laughs> so the feature wish feature wish uh pretty much resolved i hope the only thing we now need to do is uh improve the explanation in all the translations by the way Huh. That will be a lot of work, though. Uh yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe a topic for another episode to, yeah. to, to to explain how translations work. Yes, yeah. few people really get that. True. Good. Shall we move on to the interview part? We shall. Yeah. Okay. Once again, uh, this is about uh, CRM integration with Sugar CRM and Sweet CRM. Mm -hmm. uh, Sugar is the original product uh, when that went fully commercial there was a fork called sweet crm and uh yeah here comes paul stevens yeah um today we want to talk about something really deep open source a perfect combination of the best of breed and that's a uh, crm side is sugar crm or it's a little, little sibling brother sister sweet crm and i found the perfect perfect person to talk about that and integrating that to the marketing automation side with Mordic. That's Paul Stevens over there in Canada. Hey, Paul, how are you today? I'm doing good. Cool. Thanks so much for your time. Um, Canada is uh, pretty, to me, is pretty much uncharted territory in terms of Mordic. Uh, do you have any, any uh, buddies over there who are also doing Mordic in Canada? Um, I, not offhand. I mean, Mautic, I find, is is sort of less known than Sweet Serum and Sugar Serum. Um, but certainly there there are a fair number of uh, Sugar Serum and Sweet Serum users here in Canada. 
okay, maybe maybe communities should should uh, do more crossover. I don't know where exactly in Canada are, are you. So uh, I live and work uh, just outside of Toronto. Everybody oh. probably knows Toronto. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, about an hour outside of Toronto, just in the suburbs. Oh, uh, beautiful! Oh, I'm I'm jealous. <laughs> um, and uh, I do know a little bit of what you're doing, but maybe you tell it to our listeners. So you do both CRM and and Mordic. Uh, so what exactly are you doing, and how did you get there? Okay, so uh, I mean, this my typical story that when I'm talking to clients is, uh, you know, I tell them I I was a sales and marketing manager and also a general manager of a transportation company about 10 years ago. Um, and uh, at the time, you know, I obviously did a lot of sales management and use sales software and all that kind of thing. But I really got into the digital marketing side of things and and wanted to leave and start my own company. Uh, so that's how I started uh, I Go Sales and Marketing. And uh, at the time, uh, obviously, I needed a CRM to support my business to start. <laughs> And, um, you know, I, I'm one of those, those salespeople that I, I always used a CRM. So I, I couldn't imagine selling without a CRM. And I also, as starting up, couldn't, you know, afford a, a very expensive uh, CRM system. And I came across uh, sweet serum or sugar serum at the time. It was sugar serum CE uh, and started using that. And I was, I couldn't believe how great it was. <laughs> and I ended up using it for many years. Uh, and so my business has kind of evolved over the years. Oh, hang on. So that's I go sales and marketing, right? So, so you mentioned yes. it, but but maybe didn't come across as the name of your company. Or, so yes, I go sales, sales and marketing is the, is the name of my company. If, if anybody actually needs help or consultation in these areas, <laughs> I go sales and marketing.com. That's where you can find me. Um, I also have a, a YouTube channel as well, um, where I do a lot of tutorials and walkthroughs about how to use Sweet CRM. And it's mainly from a user perspective, not so much a developer perspective. But like, if you're like, you know, a sales guy and you're trying to like do follow up automation in Sweet CRM or something like that, uh, how to do that, or how to use the reports, or how to better, more efficiently use like the lead lists and things like that. So that that's the focus of the channel. So if you're interested in that kind of thing, you can find me there. Yeah, cool. Um, so the, the other thing my business specializes in is really bringing together your website, Mautic and Sweet CRM as one system and the integration of the three. So, I mean, further on in the interview, we'll, we'll get into the nitty gritty of that. But hmm. for now, that's, that's the integration of the three is what I specialize in. Okay, cool. Yeah, excellent. Um, so you did say the word sweet CRM multiple times. I did mention sugar CRM or you already said it, that it used to be sugar CRM, but no, maybe not everybody is familiar with the background than that. So why did you talk about the history of sugar and sweet CRM and what it is today as well? Okay. So, uh, sugar CRM started off as open source software. I mean, they always had They had, a, they had a, an open source model and a paid model. So there was Sugar CRM and then there was Sugar CRM CE, which was the community edition. Mm. And it was it, it was open source. And a number of years ago, I'm thinking, you know, I, I, I don't know the exact year, but like I want to say five or six years ago, maybe a little bit longer. Um, 
uh, Sugar CRM decided that they were no longer going to support or put resources into the open source part of their business. Mm-hmm. Um, and that Sugar CRM was going to be completely a paid subscription model. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there were a number of people who were very disappointed about that decision <laughs> and were working on the Sweet CRM or Sugar CRM project at the time. And they decided to um, start a company called Sales Agility and uh, pursue Sweet CRM as an open source software project. Uh, so that's Sugar CRM. It's still the core of uh, Sweet CRM is still um, Sugar CRM. Mm-hmm. And they've just built on top of that. Um, and I mean, they've added a number of features, they've improved the user interface. Um, they sort of, you know, work on, uh, you know, for example, uh, office 365, uh, change the way you can connect to them, uh, for via IMAP. And, you know, obviously yeah. somebody needed to rewrite all the connection software and, and, and sales agility ended up doing that. So that's that. That's the history of the two. Uh, the lead on development in Sweet CRM is is Sales Agility right now, but it it is community supported, and um, there are lots of developers around the world uh, that help um, sort of keep it going and fix bugs and update parts of it. Cool. <laughs> but primarily, like I, I would I would say, you know, seventy eighty percent of all the work that gets done on it is done by Sales Agility. Mm. Okay, so it's it's basically the other way around that, that Mordic went from, from partly commercial to all open source. This one is now has no on the forkway in the sweet CRM is the open source flavor, and uh, and uh, you think it's good good CRM? I, I take it. Yes, absolutely. Um, I mean, I, I have a number of clients that have moved uh, off of Salesforce onto uh, Sweet CRM um, with very, you know, little extra training in terms of their people um, and very easy to migrate. Uh, so I guess what I'm getting at is the features and, and abilities of Sweet CRM are, are up there with like a, you know, world-class Ooh, okay. paid uh, CRM. Yeah, I have to admit, I did use Sugar, uh, well, ages ago, a uh, long, long time before there was any Mordic, uh, but I did not ever open up it, uh, open it up in the last 10 years, nor did I ever try the, the integration. I did, I'm using multiple other CRM integrations, but um, I'm very curious what you can tell us about the Sugar integration. And let's start by what, what, what are using people it for with in conjunction with Mordic? Okay. So th- the integration is, is fairly seamless and, and easy to set up. Um, so there, there's a plugin that comes with Mautic and basically you enable it. Um, mm. You have to be a little bit technical because you have to set up uh, an API uh, key on the sweet CRM side, but yeah. there's no plenty of documentation it. for that. Mm. Um, and then you have to enter that information in Mautic. Um, and then the next step is really like it, it, it'll connect to sweet serum and it'll pull all your sweet serum fields in. And basically it'll be side by side, you know, the sweet serum field and the, and the Mautic fields. And you just select which, which fields sync with in Mautic sync with which fields in sweet CRM. Um, and that's pretty much it. I mean, there's, there, there is some, 
if you've installed Montic yourself, you're probably familiar with setting up the cron jobs that, that make Montic <laughs> run in the background. <laughs> uh, there's one specific that you set up for the Sweet CRM and Montic sync. Uh, that can sometimes be a little bit challenging depending on your hosting provider, getting the, the syntax exactly correct to make it work. <laughs> oh, uh, but once you get it working once it, 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 it just runs by itself forever and it, it runs fairly well. Um, so what typically people use it for, or, or what I use it for is when you're trying to measure things like lead score uh, in Mautic. So for example, if you have a lead where they filled out a form, I mean, that's intelligence that you want to get over to your salespeople, right? Mm. Um, you, the, the lead might have visited the website. Uh, the lead might have opened up a few emails. Um, and again, you don't really want your sales rep in Mautic searching through all the history for days, looking up all their clients, <laughs> what they did and what mm. their activity is. Um, but what you can do is um, start scoring those leads in Mautic. And then, like, let's say you give somebody 10 points for visiting the website and you give them 10 points every time they open an email and you give them, like, let's say 50 points when they fill out a web form. OK, yeah. um, the, the, in Mautic, the, the lead starts to accumulate points and you could maybe set a threshold, like let's say any any lead over 50 points, um, I'm going to notify the sales rep in Sweet CRM that, uh, you know, this lead is really engaged and interested, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, you can take it one step further in Sweet CRM and you can do some automation on the Sweet CRM side and say, you know, if the lead has over 50 points, then uh, schedule a call on Monday for the sales rep to follow up. Right. So you start to really get into automation and getting the real marketing intelligence from Mautic over to Sweet CRM for the sales rep to use and, and allow Sweet CRM automation to, you know, manage what the sales rep is doing. Hmm. Um, and also, you know, it makes it easier for the sales rep because they're not having to search through all the data. Yeah. And get <laughs> you, the quality developed a system yeah. to tell them when it's time to call the customer. Right. Yeah. So in, in other so words, that, that's the main point of the integration. So, so this, I think it's pushed to integration. It's just a generic name in Nomotic. It's fully supported with, with sugar. You can even select a campaign. Maybe, I don't know. And, um, you're basing it on, on, or you like to base it on scoring, which takes it really to the next level. So, yeah. Yeah. so I mean, basically any, any field in Sweet CRM mm -hmm. can be synced with a field in Mautic and you can make, you know, if, if the field doesn't exist in Mautic, you can make custom fields. Um, it, sometimes it can be a bit tricky if you have like drop downs, for example, you want to make sure that all the values in Sweet CRM for the dropdown are the same values in Mautic. So there's, in terms of integrating, yeah, yeah. There, there are some considerations with, yeah. you know, and the ownership and all, back yeah. and forth. Yeah. Um, but pretty much, you know, if the field exists in Sweet CRM, you can sync it with a field in Mautic. Yeah. So any other pitfalls that people should be aware of? Um, the, the, the one pitfall at, at the moment, and uh, I hope it gets addressed sometime soon, is, is just that, It's, it seems to do a great job at syncing from Sweet CRM to Mautic. Um, but the sync, you, you have the ability to choose which direction each field 
mm. like uh, sinks from and w- which one is is going to be the the field of record whether it's on the Motic side or the sweet crm side yeah um and if you choose to push a field to sweet crm as opposed to the other way around um it tends not to get updated unless the the sweet crm side gets updated so um you know i have logged that in Motic on their um sort of uh, on GitHub for, for one of their issues. And hopefully that gets addressed soon. But mm. um, that's really the only thing that, that, you know, I would really like to see fixed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you see like, like a, a community or some, some people who are attached to the, the sugar CRM plugin uh, who take care of this integration, who give a little love to it, or, or is it rather, uh it's there it's part of the core even or it's delivered with the core and it works but nobody really champions it uh it 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 it's delivered with the core so it's it's part of uh motic and um i mean like i i find you know like like with most open source software you know certain things get attention um for whatever reason you know they're top of mind for the people working on it Hmm. and other things, you know, tend to not get priority. And, uh, I I know they have done a lot of work on the, the Salesforce integration over the years. Um, but the, the sweet serum integration, I mean, it, like I said, it like 99% works. (laughs) Um, that's really the only one issue that, that I've ever had with it is that, it's not going the other way. And, and I hope somebody maybe champions that someday. And, um, you know, who knows, I, I might even <laughs> jump into that and try yeah. and get it working. Uh, but yeah. So, I mean, with open source, I mean, someone has to like, you know, jump in and take that issue and try and solve it. Yeah. Or even pay someone to, to solve it. I mean, if, if I or, am or, yeah, or an agency or, or a user and there's an issue and it's important to me, then, then, find a developer, whatever, <laughs> or yeah. motivate the core team. I don't know, whatever, but that's the way yeah, the that, open source works, doesn't, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, you, you gotta, um, I mean, I, I, I do a fair, I, I'm probably like in terms of the community side, I'm, I'm probably more involved in the, in the sweet CRM community side. Like mm. I try and help and resolve bugs and that kind of thing on the sweet CRM side. Mm. Um, so, you know, it depends. Like sometimes you get the attention of the, of the, develop like the main developers and then uh they chime in on the issue you're working on and uh you know it'll get it'll get resolved and it'll get pushed but i mean typically you know from my personal experience it's like if you're sort of showing that you're you're willing to put the time in to like solve the issue Mm -hmm. um then the developers like we'll step in and try and help get it pushed to the, you know, production version. Right. Oh, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but, you know, if you just, if you just dump a problem there yeah. and say, I found a bug, goodbye. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you typically, it typically doesn't get a lot of attention unless, you know, yeah, someone else tries to solve it at least. Yeah. And the other thing is, even if there is fixed by somebody, um, then that doesn't mean that it's ready for production because it takes the quality assurance. And that's another thing where you as a user or anybody else for that matter could deliver the, the decisive uh, value by, by really doing the, the PR testing, the, 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 
the acceptance testing for this new code and, and a lot of code is, is dangling there because nobody is is able or willing to 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 test it really yeah so i i in my experience there's a lot of people out there who face some issue would be willing to help but no don't know really how to start so so maybe that should be made easier going forward yeah um, i mean i i think in general on both sides if 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 you're wanting to help i mean yeah. the place to go is uh on github for both either Montec or sweet crm sure and uh find one of the issues that you want to work on or add an issue that isn't there and um you know start working on it, like start trying to find a solution or at least a direction for a developer to look in where this, where the problem might be. Yeah. Um, as, as opposed to just saying, Hey, I tried this. It doesn't work. And, yeah. and that's not likely to get attention of anyone. <laughs> yeah. But well, report properly reporting a bug is, is a good first step. And, and then sometimes there is this gap because if you are not a developer yourself and you don't have a yeah. developer at hand, then, then, then what? Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I get it. There's all kinds of, users with different levels of experience and, mm. and um, but yeah, I, I mean, typically the, the, the issues that people have started to solve or, or are close to solving or have a solution for are the ones that get attention versus the ones where it's just yeah. a problem with no yes, solution. Of course. Yes, of course. <laughs> Now you did mention that you are rather active on the sweet CRM side. Yes. Um, on the Modic side, we have a mod conference coming up in, in June And uh, I was wondering whether there is such a thing for Sweet CRM as well, like like conference online or in person or whatever. And maybe um, it would make sense to to spread the word about Mordic a little bit there. Sure, I, I, I mean there there may be. I, I haven't uh, I haven't seen one or or um, <laughs> that's specific to to Sweet CRM. I, I don't think Sales Agility runs one, um, but something like that, yeah, might might get attention for for both you know yeah. pieces of software <laughs> well there are events but no, not like a conference whatever i think it's 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 a good connection and um we should maybe spend some some time and energy and love to to make more people about uh, aware of it is there anything else worth knowing about it Uh, like uh, about the integration itself? Yeah, or or yeah, or in in, in using it best or whatever. Um, l like I said, the the key thing is is being able to get intelligence over to the Salesforce. But mm -hmm. the main reason for using Motic at all is that um, I mean, Sweet CRM is is really a it's a fantastic CRM, and you know, Motic is a fantastic marketing platform. Um, but SweetCRM is kind of lacking in the email marketing side of things. Uh, so for example, in SweetCRM, if you want to create a newsletter every month and send it out to a list of people, um, that's no problem. You know, yeah. <laughs> you create a list, you create an email template and you, you know, hit send and it goes out. Um, but when you want to do more complicated things like, um, I just got a lead today and I want to send out, um, an email 
to them saying, you know, thank you for filling out the web form or whatever. And then, you know, I want to send out another one, like, let's say a week from now that says, Hey, you know, here's some more information on my company. I'm glad you're still interested. And then, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> a week later, send something else and a week later, send something else and so on and so forth. Um, you can kind of do that in Sweet CRM, but it's not really designed to, to do a, a, an email campaign based on a relative date. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's where Mautic is fantastic. Yeah, so <laughs> you can, you know, have the best of both worlds by having the sync and then use Mautic to do that stuff and use Sweet CRM to, you know, do the sweet CRM, uh, do the CRM stuff, like keeping information on the clients and managing your sales team and keeping track of your opportunities mm -hmm. <laughs> and that kind of thing. So you, you really, by combining the two, get the best of both worlds. Yeah. Um, right. So, I mean, that, that makes a, a whole lot of sense and, and, and the reason why you would want to do that. Yeah. Cool. I, I like it because it, I mean, I assume that, that uh, sweet CRM, most people or many people like to host it themselves or, or not use a SaaS service, but, but have uh, their own hosting environment or something. Is that about right? Yeah. So, I mean, there's a range of, of sort of people who do it. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's, you know, uh, small businesses, you know, consultants, one or two people or whatever yeah. that, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, sweet serum makes a lot of sense. Um, and you know, I've got some clients that have like 25 sales reps that use it. Ooh, okay. Um, and it makes a lot of sense at that point because, yeah. uh, of the, of the cost difference <laughs> between, uh, you know, sweet CRM and then uh, a commercial grade CRM yeah. that you're paying yeah. a monthly subscription for. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of the range. Most people host it themselves. Um, the, the, the one sort of area where, I think it makes sense to do like a software service model is if you are, you know, doing something like financial services or mm. insurance mm. business or something where you have really tight confidential information. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I personally advise clients to, you know, like sales agility has like a, a sweet assured kind of hosting plan sort of thing for sweet CRM. Mm. Um, and it, it's insured, <laughs> um, <laughs> against, you know, uh, data point, problems or, or yeah. compromise getting compromised or whatever. So yeah. in, in those cases, I, I would say, you know, software service model is, is better because you limit your liability. Mm -hmm. Um, but for general use, uh, certainly, you know, installing it on, uh, like a commercial web server, um, and securing it is totally fine. Yeah. So at least I have both, so both options and in general, I think it sounds a lot like Mordic from, from, uh, small businesses to to larger medium size or even some enterprise businesses uh really good fit really good match uh, uh thank you very much for the insights and uh, i don't want to let you go bef without asking you how can people find you online i i'll include the youtube link that you already mentioned and, and certainly the way to your company but also like linkedin or where can people find you Yeah. So, um, you can find me, uh, I'm on LinkedIn for sure. Uh, Paul Stevens, you'll find me working for Igo sales and marketing, yeah. uh, in Canada here. Um, uh, my website is Igo sales and marketing.com and that's all one word. Um, in hindsight, I should have picked something shorter, <laughs> but, uh, and then on, uh, YouTube, 
you can find me, uh, my, the name of my channel is just Paul Stevens, but if you, you know, search for Paul Stevens and uh, sweet CRM, you'll definitely come across my videos and my channel. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I do a whole bunch of stuff on sweet CRM. Uh, there's probably 30 or 40 videos there on how to use sweet CRM. Mm-hmm. Cool. Appreciate your time. Appreciate your work. And, um, Let's touch base later on. I, I can't wait to, to um, learn more about the Sweet CRM community, I have to say. And uh, I'll certainly, when, when it comes to the conversations comes to, to CRM with clients in the future, I'll have one more option on the list. So thanks once again. Um, take care and uh, have a good time in Canada. <laughs> You're welcome. Have a great day. Take care. Bye-bye. So, Leon, there you go. Yeah, that was a... Interview and a half. Right, that, <laughs> um, very nice and interesting points, but I say, bottom line, the integration still works and will work in the future. And um, CRM will still be a broad topic which we need to take into account. And I also like that um, he did a lot of documentation and less of uh, yeah, commercial. But more like he he did the documentation, explained how it works. I really like that. Yeah, yeah, sure. Hope it's going going to work in the future. Yeah, Nobody I believe. can have a promise. <laughs> yeah, but but I, uh, what 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 your listeners can't see is that Leon's head is totally spinning now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, moving on. Um, there was a deadline that uh, you just missed. If you <laughs> if you. Unlucky. I'm not able to time travel back. Uh, the third deadline was three days ago, and that was for a call for an official trial provider mm-hmm. for Mautic. So the idea being that on Mautic.org, you can you have a button that says, uh, get your trial version now, mm-hmm. and that would take you to to a SaaS provider, and uh, you could have a Mautic version for free there in whatever flavor. Mm-hmm. And of course, for that SaaS provider, it was good way to find new clients sure and yeah. for Mordic, it's a good way to um give people a sandbox to try yeah. and play with Win-win. and at the same time uh hopefully some euros dollars whatever <laughs> <laughs> might uh eventually go back to the good cause of the Mordic project so we will link to the uh to this call for proposals mm-hmm. uh, because I think it's interesting for everybody and even if you are a SaaS provider and missed this um, there will be a next time but like like 99% of the listenership is not SaaS provider themselves sure. I, I, I'm pretty sure it's still a fascinating idea and uh, we'll see how it goes yeah and also in that uh, blog post or in that forum article there's also a timeline uh, because now is the evaluation phase where mm-hmm. we need to come to a decision and uh, some next steps. Yeah. Um, talking about good news, I think Mordic won the, the FOSS award. Yoo-hoo. I just uh, kind of remembered. Um, I think the FOSS award is a... Uh, oh, just help me out. What does FOSS stand for again? Free... Oh my goodness, free and open source software. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I always <laughs> mess it up a bit. <laughs> and um, on the department of uh, open source marketing automation, Mordic was the, the clear winner, which is nice. Yeah. So, a um, little bit of open open source theory here for everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just can't stand it. 
So uh, open source ba basically is, uh, only says, yeah, the, the, the source code is there. Free and open source is uh, more like, yeah, it, it is there for you and so mm -hmm. on. And then the complete correct term would be floss, like like free <laughs> and libre open uh, source software. Yeah. So free is in free beer and uh, <laughs> libre is in free speech. <laughs> nice. Now I learned something as well. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Lovely. And um, yeah, then uh, let's move on. I think Roof by now released the uh, second Mordic Open startup report. So if you're interested in the key figures of the Mordic community, community health, uh, I think contributions, there's like a huge report covering everything and everyone. And there's the second iteration out in the forum, and there will be a link to that in the show notes. Yeah, I think it's, it's basically the, the new standard uh, of how we make ourselves totally uh, transparent that mm -hmm. even goes to uh, financial aspects and all. Yeah. And it's not our own invention, but but Open Startup is the the standard, the project that we adhere to. Yeah, and I think when we talk about that report and contribution, it's always uh, nice to know what actually counts as contribution when contributing towards Mordic. And there's a very nice video by Ruth explaining precisely what counts as contribution in which regard. So if you out there always wanted to know how you can contribute and how your contribution counts, um, this video is for you. Link to that will be in the show notes. Yeah. Yeah, and especially when it comes to uh, what the name community partners, yeah, mm -hmm. partner partnership model for for Mordic, um, that requires some some contribution. It's definitely good to know. Yeah, yeah. And then um, there's this word of the governance model, yeah. uh, and it sounds like, like a little bit scary of mm -hmm. being governed. Yeah. In, in, and in the past, it was like a mixed bag, like like here's uh, what what Acquia has to say, and here's how we organize ourselves as the community. Mm -hmm. Now that that uh, Acquia and everybody else third party is out of the picture, and we are master of our own fates of course we still have to make up our mind how what are the rules how, yeah. how does it all work and so on and uh so this that discussion has been led there was a working group for that and, and it was also very, to totally open for everyone mm -hmm. and uh we came to a <clears throat> to a draft for a basically second version of these rules um that has, had been out for review and for comments, and uh, it is now back to the community council. Mm -hmm. So one of the legacy um, institutions Pirates. within the Mordic community, yeah. um, where we, uh, yeah, basically have to make the decision and say, okay, these are the rules, um, and here's how we proceed. Um, and we're really talking about weeks now for that being implemented oh, nice. it, it also ties into tooling because uh, parts need to be tool based and uh, we also have a forum post on that uh, what what tooling we consider using and as far as I know Ruth is currently it's always mm -hmm. Ruth huh? <laughs> is currently imp implementing all that so we can hopefully get going sometime in August and that means that from then on you can also be an official Mordic member. No. So as an individual or as a company, for a company we even have five tiers from community, bronze, etc., all the way up to platinum. Mm -hmm. And um, 
it's very important for the Mordic community that that's, uh, that many people do that. So we want a large membership base, but we also need the money. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a bit of both. It definitely is, yeah. And uh, maybe it's also a good topic for a future podcast it to is explain true. all that and then motivate as many people as possible to to be part of it. Um, yeah. And then one one last thing from my end um, mm -hmm. is uh, a little bit to our local. Well, we are obviously sitting in Germany yeah. and, and to everybody in the German-speaking regions. Uh, we are doing a local official Mordic, mm, well, Mordic camp, I would say. Uh, okay. Let's call it a meetup, whatever. Um, in on August 16th, where mm -hmm. we will workshop uh, the, the full day or full afternoon anyway, I uh, have some presentations, have some, it's a little bit like like uh, open space or, or bar camp style. Mm -hmm. nice. uh, in the afternoon, in, in, the, in the evening by night, we will continue with a lot of networking. Of course. Maybe joined by some uh, lecker things. <laughs> <laughs> some we'll night. see, we'll see. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that's the thing we mentioned earlier where we also want to get the GDPR off the ground, or like like to take it to the next level. Yeah, I'm excited yeah. for that. So if you are in, in the region um, and uh, fluent in, enough in German, then, then do join us and then August 16th. It's of course free. Um, do you already know where exactly that takes place? Or Oh, I think it's next door from where you are sitting. Yeah. So I yeah, it's, so. it's a Leuchtfeuer office. Yeah. In, in Hanover. We have very nice hotel rooms booked already and so. Um, yeah. So, a lot being covered. I'm mm. still hyped up from, from the, the sprint things. Yeah. Because uh, there were a lot more things than we discussed. For instance, little other spoiler is, is um, we're getting closer to have uh, local language landing pages more. Oh, which uh, look really nice. Finally, and, nice. Yeah. But lots of other nice things as well. Okay. Um, anything that we forgot? I don't think so. I think we covered pretty much everything. Yeah. My my list is empty. Yeah. Um maybe one one reminder that comes up with with sprint once again. Uh we we do have more case studies, but we want even more. So mm. if you you have a, a nice case yourself and then are willing and able to talk about it, do let me know. If you have clients and 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 are allowed to talk about those cases please write it up or, or get in touch yeah we definitely want more and more case studies for the modic world the more the merrier <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> the more the merrier that that applies to to all of your feedback uh so yeah give us ideas give us criticism um, <laughs> give us questions maybe if you know something that you want to hear an interview about uh do let us know by all means yeah and other than that yeah don't forget to Subscribe or tune in next time. Next time. See you then. On the Motorcast. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.